Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. I'm really excited to have another one of my Blooming Business sisters on this week, Julie Calibo. She is the owner of The Art of Things Home Staging and Design. So thanks so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad. We uh, had this scheduled a few weeks ago and sick and all that not fun (laughs) stuff, so I'm so glad we were able to finally get together. (laughs) Definitely. Awesome. So uh, what are you drinking today? Today I am drinking a lovely semi-sparkling rosé made by Puma, and it is is really super delicious. They must have known that I love um, sparkly drinks, um, drinks with bubbles, so I'm super excited. Yeah, that's a good one. Like I love like, um, like, I'm not like a huge like wine connoisseur, but I can taste like a little bit like the strawberry and stuff, but maybe that's just like it's the rosé, but um, yeah. So huge thanks uh, to our sponsor, Naked Winery, that, um, you know, provides us with this tasty champagne. Um, So if you're ever in Hood River, Bend, or Seaside, Oregon, go visit them. Um, If not, you can find all their awesome wines uh, on their website, um, nakedwinery.com. So um, tell us a little bit about you. You know, like how long have you been a small business owner? What is your business? Um, You know, how you got started and who it helps and your whole story. (laughs) Sure. So um, I do home staging and design, and I also offer um, a course online where I go through one room in your home a month and coach you through decluttering and decorating, and that's called the Home Habitude Collective. So I serve um, homeowners as well as real estate agents, and then just your everyday person that wants to, you know, create a space that they love. Yeah, I love that. I was looking at your website earlier, which I love your website, by the way. It's just so nice Thanks. and clean. Um, and I love the name Home Habitude. Like, that's just so cute. Yeah, so Habitude, I I didn't come up with that word. It's actually a word that already exists, but I use it um, as a way to combine three different things. So your habitat or your environment that you're in, your habits, the things that you do every day, and then your attitude or your mindset. And I think that all of those things, you know, work together to create a space in your life. And so I think that decluttering is all the rage right now, but if it's not connected to your heart and your mindset and the, and the way that you're interacting with your environment, then you're just going to be cleaning and do, you know, doing the same thing over and over again. So I really work on getting to the, to the heart of it, to the, the deeper things that are going on in your life. Like, why are you not putting away the papers every day? Or, you know, why are you just throwing your laundry on the floor? And so just thinking through, you know, what are the habits that you're creating and how can you change those habits and that mindset that you have? Yeah. And I think that's so important because I think sometimes we just do it without thinking, you know, and so like really being aware of, of all of those things, like you mentioned, I'm sure is just like a huge game changer. Absolutely. And it's been huge in my own life. Uh, so that's why I love doing it because I've just seen, you know, huge changes in the way that I interact, um, you know, in, in the space with other people. And, and even one funny story is that in one of our other houses, we, cleaned up our master bedroom and we had moved into the house and our cat used to sleep in our room and she has a little cat bed and she had not slept in her little cat bed in our room for 
I think it was like eight months or something. And then I finally like decorated our room and cleaned it all up. And the day that I did that, she slept in the bed and it was like, even the animals feel it too. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like that energy. Oh, that's so crazy. Yeah. Isn't that funny? That's awesome. So is that how you got into it? Um, like how you got your, like started your business? Um, just because so, you personally? Yeah. So um, I've always been interested in design and art and things like that. And it actually started when this homeowner called a church that I was going to about 10, 12 years ago. And he wanted to give a student a chance to to flip and redecorate a condo that he had just bought. And so he was just calling to, sit, to ask if there was anyone that, you know, might be interested in that. And there weren't any students in interior design um, at the church, but they were like, you should talk to Julie. So I had a conversation with him and we hit it off. And all of a sudden, next thing I knew, I was redecorating and basically helping him to flip this four bedroom condo. And then a couple years later, he called me back and said, we loved what you did so much. Will you come do our house and um, a little guest house that we bought. And so I ended up doing that for them. And then I went back to school. I actually have a master of divinity degree. Mm. So um, a degree in theology. And so what I focused on was like the theology of space and why space matters and why your environment actually, you know, affects how you think and how you work and how you live. Mm -hmm. And so, so cool. yeah. And so then, um, a funny story about how I got into staging is that we moved um, two years ago. And at the time when we moved, um, I had my second daughter was really young and I was working full time and just super, super busy. You know, we're, we're moving and all of that. And I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to have stagers do it. The stagers that our real estate agent worked with, I'm just going to have them stage our house because they know what they're doing. I just can't handle the stress right now. Mm -hmm. And so we moved out of that house into the house that we bought. We bought in the same town. Um, and so they, they staged it and I walked into the house and we had done some renovations to really brighten up and modernize the home. And I walked in after they staged it and I honestly, I was kind of horrified. It just, it did not match the house. It was like 1990s clunky, you know, old decor. It, it was oh, no. non-cohesive. And I just was like, what is happening? So I was like, this, this will not, this will not do. So right. <laughs> I went home and I like kind of shopped our house, if you will, and like brought a bunch of things back. Then I went to the store and grabbed a few more things to kind of fill in the holes. And like within a matter of hours, I had restaged our whole home. And so I called our real estate agent and I said, um, if you, you know, are looking for a home stager, I'm going into business because <laughs> This is not, if this is the competition that's out there, then I've definitely, you know, found a niche that I can work with. So right. I give him a lot of credit too, because two weeks later he called me and said, Hey, I've got a consultation. Do you want to, you know, do you want to do it? And so he trusted me and that, that launched my home staging business. So, you know, really one of the things that I like to tell people is just take that next step. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of times you'll hear, you know, take the next right step. And I think for me, I get caught up in like, what's, what's the right thing to do? You know, is, is right. it right or is it wrong? And so then I get stuck and I don't do anything. And so just take the next obvious step, you know, the next small step. And for me, it was like, okay, well, I'm going to start staging because this is kind of an opportunity right in front of me. And so I just, I just did it. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. And I, I completely agree. Um, yeah, it's hard. It's, it's great, like the pros and cons of being a business owner, but like nobody tells us what to do, you know, so it is yeah. it's all up to us. Like, so yeah, just that next step, it may be the right one. It may not be, but you'll learn either way, you know, right. and likely grow. 
Yes. And Amber Housley, our business coach, always says that, it, you know, it's an experiment. You're going to try and some things are going to work and you're going to try and some things aren't. But if you don't try, then you're not going to figure it out. So, you know, you just, you just trial and error and you got to, got to see what sticks. Yeah, totally. Um, and I think I've said this before on the podcast. Like, so I also do James Wedmore's um, business by design. Yeah. And he says the same thing. Like his quote is like action creates clarity, you know? So it's like yes. same thing. Like you have no idea until you actually try it. Like it could be fantastic and it could suck, but either way you've got to try. <laughs> right. And my personality is such that I'm, I'm really more of a thinker. And so I'm a planner. And so I love figuring everything out and strategizing and doing all the behind the scenes. And so it really takes more effort for me to take that action. And so that's where I feel like I really need to, um, make a move and be encouraged just to just do something, anything, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I totally agree. Um, so how do you, you know, you have your business, a family, um, all of that. Do you have any tips on, you know, like how you balance work and life? Yeah. So I, I try not to think of it as balance unless you're sort of thinking it, thinking of it on a scale that goes up and down, I, I kind of think of it more as like seasonal or just being intentional. And so where am I being intentional in my life? And, and sometimes that's going to be, you know, my business is taking up more of my energy and time. And sometimes that's going to be my family's taking up more of my business or more of my time and energies. And so, you know, it comes and it goes and it's in waves and it's in seasons. And so mm -hmm. I think that's important to keep in mind because not everything is always going to be, you know, sort of even we like to think of life as, or balance as being everything even, but I don't think that's the case. Um, and one thing that I've been trying to tell myself more this year, uh, which might sound a little funny is, but just that I'm in charge. Like I am in charge of how I spend my time. I'm in charge of, you know, how I'm thinking about my life. And so if I don't want to do something, I don't need to do it. Or if I want to do something like go ahead and do it. Like I want to give myself that permission slip to just go ahead and do it. And so that's what I want to you know, share with other business owners is that you have permission. So write yourself that permission slip for that thing that you are scared to do or don't think that you should do or want to do, but you're just not sure of like, just go ahead and do it. Yeah, totally. I, I love it. I, I think we forget that we can, you know, that, that we have this amazing opportunity to do it, you know, or not to do it. Yeah. Um, so it's just something really good to remember. Uh, and I love that you said it's like, our businesses are kind of like seasonal. And I mean, not, they're not seasonal, but the, how you said it about like, there is no one balance. Cause I feel the same. And the majority of my guests have said the same thing. Like there is no balance. Like it's just kind of certain things are going to, you know, be more prominent and then that's going to kind of slide back. And then other things, it's kind of like, you know, an ebb and flow and it just really helps to, to keep that reminder. <laughs> yeah, it is. And especially if, you know, one area is taking up too much, space in your life for too long of a time to just be aware of, okay, you know, maybe I need to make a few changes and how can I make some shifts? Yeah, totally. I love that. Um, so to help that, like any, you know, work-life balance, you know, all of that thriving for your business, do you have any, you know, go-to apps or automation that you just love? So I, um, I use Canva for a lot of the graphics that I create. I just think it's really easy and user-friendly. And so that's, awesome. that's yeah, it's super easy. Um, and then on my phone, I use color story for photo editing just to lighten up my photos a little bit. And then, um, actually, you know, the biggest thing that I think that helps me is create, honestly, is creating a space that's inspiring and cleaning my office or cleaning my home and having it be a space that I love. Cause when you walk into a room that's 
not inspiring, where it's drab, where it's cluttered, where it's overwhelming, that's how you're going to feel, right? And so mm -hmm. even in your office, if your desk is messy, which yes, mine, you know, is my husband was like, okay, it's time for you to clean your desk. Cause I've been just, <laughs> you know, so busy working. And when I just took the time to do that, it was like, oh yeah, like I can breathe, I can think clearer. And so I really am a huge um, proponent of of your space and what it looks like. And so just, I have a bulletin board that I just put, I've always had one. I, I don't know when it started. Um, things that inspire me, photos, you know, sayings, um, pieces of artwork or clippings that I have, it, you know, it's an inspiration board that I've just always had um, up. And so I just love to have that just as a reminder of, of things that, that make me happy, you know? Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Cause you know, like, and like you said, the, it kind of all spills into each other, you know? I mean, the, the office, the inspiration, things like that. Like, oh, and my poor office needs so much help. Uh, we had, we had my brother-in-law living here for a few months and then he finally yeah. just got out and I just, every weekend I'm like, okay, I'm going to go buy some cute things, get it all nice. And then I don't know, then Monday comes and I'm like, oh wait, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> but, I know it is. Yeah. It is hard when time, you know, flies by, but you know, a few things that I tell people are like, add something green, like a flat or a living, um, like a flower or a plant that like immediately just kind of livens up the space. Right. Yeah. And then add just one photo or piece of artwork that brings you joy. And so if you just have those two things, like suddenly you have just a tiny little space that you've created that you can, you know, feel comfortable and feel loved. Yeah. And I love that. I mean, that's, that's easy. You know, like that doesn't seem overwhelming. Cause then I start to think like, Oh, I need a rug. I need this. I need that. Right, but right. I mean, just starting <laughs> with those two would just change everything. <laughs> Right. And then another thing I like to do is just have people create a wish list for their room. And so it really is taking a piece of paper and then looking at this, you know, the one room and writing down everything that you would change. Like, okay, I want a rug. I want a new desk. I want curtains. I want to change the light fixture. And, you know, whether it's, you know, I want to redo the whole cabinetry or I just want to you know, add a little photo and then you can prioritize it. Right. And you can say, mm -hmm. okay, well, what's my budget and what's realistic for me to do right now? Sure. I can add a plant on my desk. You know, maybe I can't, you know, change out the actual desk that I'm using right now, but I can add a plant and you can kind of like go through that checklist and it helps you, at least me, I'm a total list maker and checker offer. Yeah, me too. Um, and so if I have that list, then I don't get as overwhelmed. And so I can see the plan. Mm -hmm. And it also helps too, I think for uh, like gifts, gift ideas. If someone's like, Hey, what do you want for your birthday? Or what do you want for the holidays? I'm like, Hmm, let me go check my wish list. And I'm like, Oh, you know, I want this piece of artwork. or I want a new lamp or, you know, something like that to, to make my space a little bit more joyful. Yeah, that's a great idea. Because, I mean, you could just use that as reference. You know, I wouldn't even have thought of that, but that makes yeah. so much sense. <laughs> awesome. Um, so what do you do to help your business grow? You know, like, how do you get out of your comfort zone? Um, and do you have any examples of it? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing that I did was just join Amber Housley's programs and have her as my business coach. And I think that through her, I really gained a lot of confidence and clarity. And I knew that when I started my business, that it really was about more than just starting a business, that it was really about, about me and me growing into the gifts that I have to offer the world. And so I feel like it's been a, an awesome journey that's been about more than just my business. You know, it's about me showing up and about me thriving and flourishing. And so that's one huge thing that I've helped my business grow. You know, I think we need mentors in all areas of our lives. And so finding someone that you trust and that inspires you uh, to help you to help you grow and that can encourage you and 
help help you see some of those steps that maybe you can take and encourage you to take them because like you you know we said at the beginning you're you're not sure you know what's which step do I take next but when you have a mentor or someone that's guiding you it's it's helpful to say okay well I'm going to do this next and then see what happens yeah and yeah what's your experience been like um with her or in the program and having a a mentor oh god it's been great it's been life-changing um yeah, I was scared too in the beginning. I mean, I guess just, you know, taking that leap to like kind of invest in ourselves and our business was just, mm-hmm. I don't know, more feelings came up than I anticipated, yeah. just even in the decision. <laughs> yeah. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it really is. Um, and kind of the, the same thing with business by design. Um, but once I did it and, you know, decided and um, just the community that's been there and, mm-hmm. you know, the strategies that I've learned, um, just, yeah, the confidence that's come with all of it. Um, it's just been amazing. Like it really has. Yeah. I, the community has been huge and it's been so awesome to feel supported by other sisters in the inner circle and to support them too. Like it's really mm-hmm. fun and inspiring to watch other business women thriving and to, support them along the way and to buy their products or their services and to share about them. And, you know, I love being able to support other women on the same journey. Yeah, I do too. Um, it's just been, it's just, yeah, it's just been life-changing the whole, the whole thing. Like, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say something else and it completely like just left my head. So I can't even think of it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think, (laughs) like we said, the, one of the biggest things is just helping me take that next step, you know, encouraging me and being accountable, you know, held accountable to taking that next step and being around like-minded women who are action takers is really great for me. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Cause I mean, as business owners, you know, us, you know, we, most of us work from home, you know, we don't really get to get up, go to an office. Like it can be lonely too, you know? And so just, I don't know, having the support has just been great. Yeah, I'm a total introvert, and so I I don't mind being by myself. Yeah, but me too. <laughs> then I find that I'm I need that inspiration of being around other people and hearing other people's stories, and and it helps me to talk out loud. And, you know, instead of just it being in my head, it's like no, I actually need to articulate what it is that I'm thinking. And then as I'm speaking, I'm like, oh, that's you know, that's what that looks like, or that's what I was trying to do. So it's 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 always helpful to be around other people. Um, you know, whether that's in person or online in some type of group, I highly recommend it. Yeah, I agree. And so, yeah, I also have joined like our local chamber, um, which again is like, I'm an introvert as well, but I do realize that I do like seeing people in real life and talking Mm -hmm. as well. But I mean, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I hate getting up and doing like the, you know, 30 second, this is what I do, but having to do that monthly has just, it's actually helped me clarify my message. Like what I say now is completely different than six months ago, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just been so helpful, you know, and then just encouraging from other business owners in real life. Like it really, even as an introvert or extrovert, like, I don't know, it's just being able to be surrounded is just helps, you know, nothing but growth, you know, an opportunity really. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, so do you have any like specific advice that business owners can do to break out of their comfort zones or just take that next step? Is that Well, I think that's, big one? that's one thing. I think that you know, it's always important to identify what it is that you feel like is scary. So, you know, when you think about doing something and you kind of get that pit in your stomach, just take a listen to that. You know, is it 
where is that fear coming from? What is it, what is it telling you? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that there's some things that you need to do that are scary in a good way. Um, and then there's some things that you shouldn't do because they're scary in a bad way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you need to kind of discern which one it is. And then when you figure out what it is that, that that voice in your head is telling you, then, you know, I like to say you need to sing a new song. You need to change that tune in your head. You need to change the record and you need to tell yourself a different story. You need to sing a new song and to say, you know what, I can do this and I'm going to do this. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, I'm a big fan of visualization. And so to just visualize yourself doing it and to see yourself come through at the end and have it come out successful and that you're still okay and you're thriving and you're alive and um you know the world hasn't stopped you know just because you showed up uh, right. i think <laughs> <laughs> um, totally i think is big and so just identifying what it is that's holding you back uh, i think journaling is um really big i know that's one thing that amber really advocates is is journaling and i think that for me it's always i'm always surprised at what comes out you know i'm always surprised at what what ends up on the paper and so you know, just, just taking some time to, to step back and, and think about kind of the bigger picture and the, and the deeper things inside that are going on. Yeah. I need to journal. I am really bad at that. Like I start it and then I stop and then I start and I stop. <laughs> yeah. I want, it's such and a I would, game changer. Like it really does just create things that you, like you said, that, you know, you didn't realize that it was there, you know, all these yeah. things that come out. Yeah. And it makes me wonder sort of what rules we set for ourselves with journaling. Like, oh, I have to, you know, do it for 30 minutes or I have to do it at this time. And, you know, just sit down and write out a couple sentences or, you know, just say, I'm going to sit and write for five minutes or 15 minutes and set a timer and then just write. And if nothing's coming to mind, just write, I don't know what to write, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, just, just see what happens. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. At least I do to like, you know, be really eloquent and say, you know, put on paper, you know, the deepest thing that I can think of (laughs) instead of just, you know, writing what comes out and just kind of spilling it out on the paper. Yeah, totally. I love that because I'm the same way. Like, and I feel like if I don't do it that certain way or a certain time, then I just don't do it, which is where I'm at right now. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, I know. And so it's like, no, just, I've got two minutes while I'm sitting here. I'm just going to do it. You know? Yeah. I love that. I'm going to start with that way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, so going into your favorites, um, what's your favorite book, your favorite drink thing to do to relax, um, thing to watch and place to go. Gosh. So I really have a hard time with my favorite book because I really love to read. But um, one of the books that I'm reading right now, actually with a group of women, is The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And um, it's about just the path to creativity. And her the whole book is about recovery and recovering your creative self. And mm-hmm. it has lots of exercises in it that are really great. Um, you know, journaling exercises and questions, fun questions to think about. And it's just been really inspiring and really healing, I think, to, to read it and to, to think about, you know, like I said before, sort of the, the story that I've been telling myself and how I can change that narrative and start doing, start, you know, showing up in different ways. Yeah, I love that. I'm going to check that out. Um, I've gotten so many good book recommendations from this podcast. Like yeah. I have like an endless list, but that one just sounds, that one sounds awesome. Like I, I yeah. love the, the interactive, like the interactive part of it too. Like yes. I love books yeah. like that. 
Yeah, I always think it's super helpful when something sort of forces you to well, it doesn't force you, but it, it encourages you and invites you to, yeah. <laughs> you know, engage and think deeper about it because, you know, I definitely can sit down and read a book and be like, oh, that's awesome. And then, you know, two days later, I've totally forgotten right. what, what I've read, but to, to write and to think and to talk about it with other people, uh, I think is super helpful. Yeah, totally. I love that. All right. What was next? My favorite oh, drink? Yes. Your favorite drink. Um, well, I love anything with bubbles and I also love lavender. So, um, like just lavender sparkling water is one of my favorites. Um, there's one, uh, there's one by dry DRY that I really mm-hmm. like. Um, <laughs> and let's see, it's my favorite thing to do to relax. That also was super hard for me. So just one simple thing that I try to do to relax is just go outside every day and take a break. And I love to just sit in the sun and just be still and, mm-hmm you know, just kind of take a look at what's happening around me, you know, whether it's the squirrels running around or cars driving by and just let the sun kind of warm my skin and just remind me that, you know, there's more things out there than just, than just me. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Like just the feeling of sun on your face is just life-changing. Like it's just yeah. so relaxing. Uh, I don't is. know what it, it really is, is about it. <laughs> yeah. It's just so warm and cozy. Mm-hmm, definitely, um, which I'm kind of starting to miss. I'm up in Oregon, and our days are starting to be filled with a lot of overcastness. So yeah. I'm just kind of like, oh, <laughs> come back, son. I know. Um, yeah, so what's your favorite thing to watch? So, like, if we're talking about watch on, like, TV, of course, I love anything to do with design and decluttering, but I also really love dance. And so, um, so you think you can dance is one of my favorites to watch. I just think it's really inspiring to watch people so in tune with their bodies and the creativity that comes out and the emotion that they're feeling and that you can feel watching them. I just think it's really powerful. Yeah. Some of those people are just so amazing. I don't even know how they do what they do. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And so fun. So it's just so fun. Mm -hmm. It is. Uh, where's your favorite place to go? So it's not a specific place, but I just love to go antiquing and vintage shopping. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> yeah, and so my husband loves to do that uh, with me too. And so, you know, we'll always just be thrifting or antiquing. And now that we have kids, it's a little bit harder, but we just took yes. a weekend trip and went up to Asheville and did a bunch of antiquing and came home with a carload full of stuff. So it was super fun. Oh, that's awesome. I bet they had some good stuff in Asheville too. It's oh, a cool yeah. city. They have a lot of really great stuff. I really love the idea of old things being made new and breathing mm-hmm. new life into old things. And so I love finding antique and vintage type things that, you know, I can mix in with other things that we have in our home. And we bought a, an older home uh, that we're trying to breathe some life into. So that's part of the journey here too is, is you know, redecorating and, and breathing life into our house. Oh, fun. I bet, I bet um, probably gets overwhelming at times, but that sounds like such a fun project. Yes, it it is overwhelming. And it's like every room needs to be painted and, you know, decorated. And I think part of, um, I've been stalling out a little bit because there's so many projects, but I need to go back to, okay, just focus on one thing, you know, because it's like, okay, I'm focused on this one thing. And then I'll be like, oh, but you know, what about this rug over here? What about this light fixture over here? Right. <laughs> yes. like, no, I need to finish, you know, one room and then move on. I mean, at least that's helpful for me, for me is to feel like, okay, this is, this room is at least, you know, pretty finished for now that I can move on instead of like one thing here and one thing there. 
Yeah. Well, and they say like different studies. I mean, even like when we work that way, you know, like going back and forth to different things, it's just not as efficient, you know, as concentrating as mm-hmm. on one thing and getting that done. Yeah. Even like blocking your time yeah. um, to work. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind I, of the same thing. That's, and that's why with my home habitude collective program, I focus on one room for one month because I, I just don't think it's as helpful to sort of randomly declutter your home. Right. Um, you know, it's successful for some people, but I think that if you can really get some wins and see one room um, come full circle and see how you're interacting with that differently and changing your mindset and your habits in that space and creating that space that you love, then you can apply those things to other rooms in your house, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. That makes sense. Um, okay. So where can everybody find you? Uh, what's your website, social media, all that good stuff? So my website is artofthingsdesign.com and my Instagram handle is my name, Julie Calbaugh, which it's a little bit harder to spell. So you can put it in the show notes, but it's J-U-L-I-K-A-L-B-A-U-G-H. But I also have the hashtag art of things design. So it's easier to find the hashtag art of things design. And on Facebook, I'm at art of things home staging. So art of things design um, or art of things is, is where you can find me. Awesome. Um, I love that. So yeah, I'll include all of those in the podcast notes. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, this has just been so much fun. I've really enjoyed getting to, to, to know you a little bit better and learn about what you do. So thank you for taking the time. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's really fun to, to talk business with, a you know, another like-minded person and, and to, to share stories. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's what I've just really enjoyed. Like, it's just been so inspiring and interesting to learn, you know, more about women and how they got started or, you know, what inspired them. And yeah, it's just been amazing. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll see you next week.